0: in the nation. Actually, we're not in the land that freedom forgot. We're both in free states.
1: I'm in a free state for a short, more period of time, and then work beckons me. I have to go back up. And this is uh, show 655, and we are a few short weeks away from Christmas and uh, New Year's, and right now we are deep in Hanukkah seasons. Happy Hanukkah to my wife, Tracy, and to all my non-shellfish eating friends out there. uh thank you all uh unity and activism is key is my prescription that i held up on the teaser today and the truth be told we only need to unite and we only need to be active we should not be attacking each other you know you reddit ragers who you are out there he makes a profit he's evil <laughs> Uh oh anyway uh so let's talk a little bit well, But before you get there on. i think hanukkah is
0: one of the better holidays because of the fried dough you like your fried dough huh i like fried dough yeah who,
1: you, who doesn't like fried dough true 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 every culture has a fried dough i've been all over the world yeah, too that's true it they have really sweet not. and savory you yes, can get that's it with right. salty and you can get it with sweet yep. everywhere i've been there's been some sort of fried dough which is good it, Oh, they also put honey on it, too. That's right. Not just sugar. Honey and cinnamon in and in. That's right. It's wonderful. So today is the 10th. It's 15 days till crazy, buy-everything, commercialized holiday down here (sighs) in Florida. Everywhere I walk with Tracy, they have piped-in Christmas music. It's maddening. (laughs) It it really is. It's maddening. You know, a couple of Christmas jingles and tunes, okay. But who needs 24-hour indoctrination? Holy majoli, man. Leave me alone. Uh, Let's talk business here. So, a couple of things. Obviously, the clock is ticking on Toys for Tots. Uh, open up your hearts and your wallets and ship us some stuff, uh, to the range or drop it off unwrapped toys. All right. I got a bill M he's a titanium member. He sent an email. I heard on the radio about toys for tots campaign you're running. I would like to help. I own a martial arts school in Harrison and will take up a collection of toys for my students and deliver them to Gun for Hire. I need to know the last day I could drop them off so I can tell my students the last day they can bring them to me. Thank you, William, so much. Well, I hope that your business is in the standstrong.biz business, but you have until about the 22nd to drop off the gifts. The, uh, ah, they pick the Marine, by the you. Marine. Yeah, and the Marine Corps will take them. Well, they drop them off at all of these different, you know, uh, shelters and everything today so it's really cool that people are doing that so toys for tots for the win you know i might as well just start with this while we're talking about it uh standstrong.biz you know is this beautiful website we built we're approaching 500 businesses, products and services. Everybody should be on StandStrong.biz. Every Sunday we showcase three businesses and it reaches hundreds of thousands of people at no charge because you know, unity and activism is key. And even though Anthony could be an a-hole sometime, you know, there's other gun rangers and gun stores and FFLs that are on StandStrong.biz. They'll email me and be like, "Um, I own a gun store, can I go? I'm like, yeah, why not? Well, because you own gun for hire. I didn't do it, it's not my personal pet thing. It's for everybody, anybody in the Second Amendment community. We have people in, in Florida that are on StandStrong.biz. So uh, while I'm talking about that, I bought a new golf cart in Florida. I bought a Venom G-Wagon six seater in white, with white seats and uh, Tracy uh, picked the colors out and Matt obviously is gonna be wrapping it. It's gonna be pretty badass when it's done. <laughs> And and I bought it from this company called C letter C, S-H-E-L-L carts.com. C shell carts dot com in Naples, Florida. And the proprietors are Corey and Tina Shell. And his, their last name is Shell, so C Shell is a great name, right? So he's been helping me. I'm having problems with my old cart. I want to sell it. Sandy, him and his wife drove up on a Friday night, like seven thirty, eight o'clock at night to my house. I wasn't even home. I let him in the garage, and they, they worked on, on the golf cart. Uh, well, so I yeah. want Corey and Tina to get on Biz and list y- your business, please. But So I'm out to dinner with Tracy, and he texts me. Uh, Corey from Seashell Golf Carts texts me. He goes, hey, I was telling my brother I was doing up a cart for you. He's like, no way. I listen to his podcast. I love it. I I love it. It's such a small world with people. So check out letter C, S-H-E-L-L, carts.com. Don't buy from the big box names. I I went out to Easy Go Carts, approached them. No one got back to me, Sandy. Three phone calls and two emails. No one got back to me. So I searched golf carts in southwest Florida. I reach out to this guy. He emails me back thirty seconds later. Matt designed custom mats for the golf cart. Matt's designing. Uh, wait a seat. to see it. It's gonna be. It's gonna be badass. It's gonna have a three by five Gatson flag on the back and a three by five American flag on the back too. course, America. That's why. <laughs> Are you gonna wrap it with a uh, gun for hire? Or? Uh, y- you'll see. I'll, the pictures <laughs> will be posted. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Don't forget uh, the Fourth Amendment bag tags at Gun For Hire. If you come in and make a purchase, you get free Fourth Amendment bag tags while supplies last. We ordered a lot of them and we've been going through a lot of them so uh keep it up also titanium membership is limited we've sold more than half so once we sell out of titanium you'll go on a waiting list and a new member perk at the range now is we have surge pricing on uh, weekends and major holidays for non-members so if you're a member you don't pay the additional surge pricing which is five dollars more per person uh, per hour in the range which puts us on par with what other ranges are charging anyway we've been cheaper never raised our membership prices in 11 years i'm a horrible capitalist pig i really am uh let's You're talk now so this it. no <laughs> so the second circuit sandy has been sitting on their uh sensitive places you know the uh, the New York safe gun gun safe act or whatever since march and a three judge panel made a ruling uh, two days ago, two liberals and one conservative, believe it or not, following some of New Jersey stuff, they got rid of the requirement where you have to have permission to go on somebody's property unless they post a sign that says guns allowed. Remember, that was parallel to to New Jersey's thing. And they also threw out the uh, they can't check your social media, even your anonymous social media we had some losses there but we did have some wins and it's just it's it's a good sign to see that even two liberals realize that you you can't overstep on somebody's rights even though they held off now this has been going on since march new jersey the third circuit's been moving a lot faster but this is obviously it's going to be appealed that was a three-judge panel. Uh, It's just a matter of time that the Supremes are going to realign all of this, post-Bruin, post-Heller, post-McDonald. It's it's just a matter of time. So everybody just keep, again, unity and activism. Support all of the Second Amendment groups statewide. And national. Do like Anthony does. Talk to everybody. Be objective with everybody. Fight alongside everybody. Because in the end, we are going to prevail, I believe. We are definitely going to prevail. You know, Sandy, you want to eat the media. <clears throat> this is uh, the news from Channel 7 and Channel 4 and everything in New, in, in New York. New York City bodega owners armed themselves with a secret society, okay, because there's this that National Supermarket Association, right, that are helped I'm sorry, excuse me, the United Bodegas of America and the Bodega and Small Business Group said they've helped at least 230 store owners in the Five Barrels get their gun licenses. So the media is referring to it as a secret society. Oh, come on. Yeah, because they have to have that narrative, right? It's a secret society. Well, listen, the police are not protecting anybody. Crime is rampant. The Soros prosecutors and district attorneys could give a shit. Our politicians could give a shit. So you you have targets on your back in a bodega, in a little store, right? Absolutely. And there's... And they're working, they're going through the process and getting their permits. 230 is a small number. I say keep it up, guys and girls. How many of these people are first-generation immigrants that, that own these stores that came here to stake their lives in this country and they just want to live free and, and pay their bills and put a roof over their head and give a better life for their children, right? right? And they have to worry about being prey by scum walking the street that our government has given up on protecting us from. Right. Secret society, my ass. Eat the media. Right? Yes, sir. So, also, in Philadelphia, as following the narrative, gun ownership boomed during the pandemic. Meet some of the reluctant firearms owners. So now what they're talking about is how many people this was in the Philadelphia let me see. I don't even know. It was who the tool bag was this written by Nate File, F I L E, uh wrote this and uh people are like, I'm not thrilled that I had to buy a gun, but I don't feel safe anymore. And of course most of the angle of it was that uh, you know, people are gonna be more dangerous. By owning guns. (laughs) Of course. Well. Correct.
0: There's. To play devil's advocate here. There's something to be said about people who will purchase a gun, shove it in the draw, and then expect to be able to use it. It's like buying a jet plane and not knowing how to fly. You know, if you're going to buy, if you're going to take the responsibility of buying a firearm, you should take the responsibility of learning how to use it, when to use it, and be proficient in both
1: of those and uh, that's just my personal opinion but so this this this, this Nate File and Mashara Makati interviewed a bunch of people and uh all people of color and they they're talking about you know uh, that there was 514 people killed in homicides in Philadelphia in 2022 could you imagine do you imagine this epidemic we have and they want to say it's a gun epidemic yeah right Right, exactly. 514 people killed senselessly. It's just lawlessness. Correct, correct. But they interviewed all these people of color, and they showed how license to carry uh, permits in Philadelphia has spiked, Sandy. It was uh, 7,000 applications in 2020, 52,000 applications in 2021. Did you hear that? From 7,000 to (laughs) 52,000. That's more than spiked. So this this first woman they they profile is Janice Tosto, and someone was shot and killed near the laundromat where she takes her clothes, okay? And she has a citizen app that alerts you about nearby robberies and shootings. Could you imagine? This is the way we have to live. You have an app warning. Don't go down that block. Someone's being stabbed at the moment. Take Spring Street instead. Which is why I live in Alabama. Yeah. So she wrote, I don't want to hurt an innocent person, she said, being clear that she plans to align with gun owners groups so she can learn how to safely use and store her gun. Bravo. Then we got a Tamika Murray, another African-American female. She's been sitting on the idea of owning a firearm for years. She even applied for and received her license in 13, but she didn't bring herself to actually purchase one. She says, there's a lot of trauma in our community from firearms, said Mary, who is black. And I agree. Yeah. I grew up in a, a traumatic environment, you know. She wrote, so many of us have lost brothers and cousins and uncles. It's been a plague. Guns were always taboo in Murray's community when she was growing up. Murray herself never expected to become a gun owner. And it wasn't until 2018 that she decided to burst by her first gun. And uh, this is really, really good. So she went to Founding Fathers, a small gun shop in Montgomery County, and it was like trying on a pair of shoes. She had to feel the weapon, grip the weapon, and determine whether it was right for her. She felt empowered. Since purchasing her firearm, Murray has taken training classes to increase her knowledge and gun ownership and safety. She knows gun ownership is a catch-22. The same way it can help, it can hurt, she said. But to Murray, education is an answer. If we had more education and more resources, it wouldn't be such a strong issue. Boy, I agree with her uh, wholeheartedly, and I commend her. Then there's Brandon Hall. Aside from hearing the occasional gunshot or seeing people carrying guns illegally, Brandon Hall wasn't exposed to guns. Oh, my God. I just got bumped. Okay. Uh, But over the last few years, as gun violence has steadily increased, Hall's perception began to change. He lost many friends to gun violence, and most recently, his younger cousin was killed in a store during his college break. That's what Hall was thinking about when he ultimately decided to get his license to carry and purchase his first firearm. It was always more for safety for myself and my family. I felt more secure, to be honest. Uh, since Hall got his firearm, men of his family members started purchasing their own too. His wife, his mom, his brothers. He even convinced his grandmother, who was against firearms, that legal gun ownership was a good idea for safety. I think the black community is getting more into gun ownership, Hall said. With what happened during the pandemic, I think people were just feeling less secure. All that accumulating uh, made people want to own guns legally and put it less taboo in the community. I, another great story you know uh here's uh, the last one is from a dion jackson in 2020 a person shot was killed right in front of dion jackson's home her children then 10 and 14 years old saw the body lying in the street my children live with that jackson started fearing more and more for her own safety there was looting and only not far from where jackson lived and her citizen app kept buzzing about home break-ins wow A year later, a woman was raped inside the bathroom of her Center City City Macy's, even while her husband was waiting for her in the store. Oh, my God. That really was unsettling for me, she said. It just felt like this circle of crime was kind of pushing in around me. Jackson had always thought of guns as tools for the military and police or for people intending to use them for violence. She dismissed her husband's efforts to convince her that they ought to buy a firearm for family protection, believing it wasn't necessary. But to her, the filly her children are growing up in now feels different and more dangerous than one she grew up in. Jackson talked with her family about what it can mean to have a gun. She started taking training courses and studying firearm owner education materials. She bought self-defense liability insurance, too, all before eventually purchasing a handgun last June. Now Jackson takes live fire training sessions monthly and makes sure that her gun isn't, holster, isn't holstered on her hip. Uh, when it isn't holstered on her hip, it's in a lockbox at home. Her biggest concern is making sure her children never get hurt, either by accident, with the firearm, or by someone else. I'll tell you, I I, com- I commend her. There's no picture of her. It doesn't say her age or anything. But we, we've we all known this. The minority community, it's been exploding uh, with gun owners, but it's amazing that the 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 Democrats, the anti-gunners, tout that they represent the minority community. You mm-hmm. let they, they make the minority community more unsafe, yep. and then continue to try to make it harder for law-abiding citizens in the minority community to buy guns. What a catch twenty-two! Imagine if they all woke up like these people I just portrayed.
0: Well, like we talked about last week, right? A, a frightened community is a controllable kind of community, and. This has always been by design. If you take a look at the the narrative that's always, uh, per, per, you know, uh, purported is the fact that the gun is the problem when it's not. It's the gangbanger holding the gun. The gun by itself is an uh, an inert object that's not going to jump out of your gun safe and go out at night, uh, uh, rustling through the uh, the bushes, uh, looking for targets. It's it's the people and the crime and the society. And we've always had guns here. When you and I were growing up, uh, it was very common to have shooting uh, programs right in the schools, right? I mean, there was always some sort of a yep. rifle program or something in the schools. We t- I remember as a kid taking uh, a, a twenty-two rifle to school and putting it in my locker so I could go to the PAL, uh, later that day and shoot. And, and, and one, of the, one of the cops in town would pick us up at the school and drive us to the PAL. Uh, no one went on a shooting spree in the school. So, what has changed?
1: Yeah, our society, violent society, uh, mental health, crime running rampant. Here, Sandy, how sad is this? This is right in Philadelphia. Unarmed security guard fatally stabbed at Philadelphia Macy's. So a couple of years ago, a woman was, was raped in a dressing room at Macy's while right. her husband was waiting for her. Yeah. And now here you see the suspect was caught by security guards stealing hats and handed over to stolen merchandise after a brief confrontation, adding that the suspect came back to the store minutes later and allegedly stabbed the two security guards with a knife. Authorities say the 30-year-old security guard died at Jefferson Hospital from a stab wound to the neck. Could you, the second victim, 23 years old, was treated to the stab wounds to the face and the arm. Could you imagine that you, you're an unarmed security guard and this is what you have to be subjected to, protecting other people's property would no, the, law is not behind you, the police are not behind you, the politicians are not behind you. And let's also understand that the person
0: who died is nonetheless dead because a gun wasn't used. Correct. Violence Correct. is violence is violence. It does not matter what comes into your ER that, that is mangled in, 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 uh, and in, in, in fighting for their life. Uh, how they got that way. It is what it is. And and, and to always constantly point at the gun is to ignore the real cause of the problem. So it says you really don't want to solve this problem. All you want to do is find a bad guy and point your finger at it so you can do your fundraising and Mm. hopefully jack people up get them angry enough or frightened enough to continue to keep you in power so you can bilk the system and make as much money and grab as much power as you possibly can so you and your family can always have
1: uh, the seat at the potentate table. Exactly. So you want to hear a real paradox. It's, it's no uh, surprise that since uh, the Hamas terror attacks in Israel in Gaza, has uh, just blown up gun sales and gun training in, in all over the world, but, uh, but especially in New Jersey. So you have like Toolbox Murphy and Jagoff Platkin, you know, they're all anti-gun protected by taxpayer security 24-7, which happened to be armed and overly armed. But there's a huge gun boom going on in New Jersey right now with the uh, Jewish community. Uh, gun permits and gun applications are up like a hundred and forty percent right now. And of course Murphy's focusing on getting his wife Tammy, you know, part of the Tooth Dynasty. They're gonna uh, she's gonna be our new uh US senator, replacing uh Pumpkinhead Menendez. But the Orthodox Jews, Hasidic Jews, et cetera, et cetera, just you know, just regular Reform Jews or whatever, are just blowing up with uh, people applying for permits. And traditionally, most of these people voted for Democrats. And again, we're seeing this going on because people realize the government can't protect you and it's on purpose. They don't want to protect you. They want to leave you out to dry. As long as themselves and their family and their inner circle of elites are protected, no one really gives a shit about you anymore. And the people are learning that now. So uh I hear that uh pistol and rifle gun applications in uh, in Israel have gone through the roof as well too. So uh you know, an armed society is a polite and free society so they say. So have at it and bravo! We've we've been extremely busy with uh, new uh, gun people coming in, and we're being extremely patient because a lot of them have been indoctrinated with MSNBC and CNN, and they're coming in and they're being adamant that they don't need a permit, and they're telling us if we don't sell them a gun, they'll go to Pennsylvania and buy one using the <laughs> gun show loophole. So we yeah we get we get a, we get a, we get a lot of that. Yeah, so, that's uh,
0: easy to do. Not so you know sometimes. our buddy.
1: Our buddy Michael Antetesis is is, from the Rutgers uh, thing. Rutgers bullshit study, yeah. So Murphy and Plankin just took another $15 million in grant funding and gave it to his Community-Based Violence Intervention Program. Nice. Yes. So we fund this shit.
0: New Jersey doesn't need anything else, you know.
1: And this guy just comes out with one paper, white paper after another, saying how law-abiding taxpaying... Citizens that own guns are the problem, and criminals aren't the problem. That's the narrative is just a nonstop, over and over and over and over, and we fund it. I mean, we fund it to the to the tune of billions federally. Yeah. But we we get we get a little bit of a laser focus. We can see where it's going here, uh, and uh, there's somebody wrote a, a little response to that. So, Ant and Sandy, I would like to comment on the Rutgers gun violence. Survey guy you mentioned in gunfire radio 654. But first, as you know, for the past 17 years, my second career has been at Rutgers University. As a white man who has had no control over the institutional messaging makes me feel as though society does not think I earned whatever success I achieved. Well, they've outdone themselves. A university psychologist is lecturing us in an article on how to handle the existence of non-existence of Santa Claus and whether lying to our children (laughs) is healthy. Somebody's being paid for this shit. Of course. So he goes on. The article continues that everyone with a kind heart can be a Santa Claus. I have a kind heart and don't consider myself a Santa Claus until I look at my form W two and see the federal, state, and local taxes. For yeah, my then pay. I see. Exactly yeah, ho ho ho. <laughs> he goes. Getting back to the subject matter, as a staff member at this fine university and a Second Amendment advocate, I've never been asked to participate in any survey. And I know that they've never asked the supreme tip of the spear on Second Amendment issues, NRA board member, and all around kind hearted guy to participate in any survey or symposium on guns. P.S. Sandy and I need to know when you'll be around for Christmas. I said Christmas, not the holidays, so I can get you some marshmallows. Sandy, Jules wants to get you marshmallows. you got to let me know. you got to let him know when you're coming back. He wants to get you some of those homemade marshmallows.
0: Well, I appreciate that, Jules. Uh, It'll probably be after Christmas sometime in January. And, uh, you know, but they do ship things to alabama we do have a mail system here i
1: don't know if you want jules to have your address do you have a
0: mailbox i don't mind jules having my no no there's no mailbox here there's it's <laughs> it's like we put a we put that cardboard box out there and the, and, the, and the mailman come by and he threw the mail into the cardboard
1: box it's crazy isn't it Meanwhile, in Chicago, a five-time convicted felon facing a mandatory 15-year prison sentence for his last weapons offense, the judge let him go free. Sure, why not? So, again, ladies and gentlemen listening, especially new people to the Gun for Hire radio fold and, you know, the each one reach one crowd and support those who support you crowd. Just look around and ask, what is your local, state or federal government done to help protect you or your family? And obviously, you'll know the answer is nothing. So I say it all the time. You are your own self-responder, not first responder. You're your own self-responder. You need to protect yourself and your family and your children and be alert and aware and ahead on a swivel. Yeah, I know. I wrote the book, Crime Proof. But uh, everybody needs to, you know, a gun, again, we a million times you want to, uh, a gun should be like a fire extinguisher. You should need it, uh, but you should have it, but never need to use it. But if you need to use it, you're going to be very thankful that you have it. Yeah. And uh you know that's uh, an interesting situation that we deal with uh, all the time. I hate uh, carrying a gun. Yes. I,
0: yep. I hate it. Yep. It's it's cumbersome. It's a pain in the ass. It's 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 always the, it's like an appendage. It's it's like carrying a, a a an infant child with you everywhere you go. You always have to know where it is. You always have to. It's always present. It's ever present. I hate it. Right. But
1: but you uh, have but but I have to. What, what, what are you, you going to do? We, we, we can't do anything. Right. right. You know, right. Uh, I want to give a shout out to George and Linda Yanu uh, from Firematic, Fire and Safety Equipment. He kept asking me, when you're driving down to Florida, when you're driving down to Florida. So two weeks ago, I said, I'm driving down to Florida next week. The next day, he comes to the range. He gives me three fire extinguishers for my house in Florida. <laughs> George. Two, two huge ones. And one uh, like kitchen size one, which everybody should have a fire extinguisher. I already have a fire blanket in the kitchen. Uh, but I, I already had a small fire extinguisher in the kitchen. So the smaller one he gave me, I put it outside by the barbecue because you just never know. Yeah, I'd rather have them than, than not not have them. And uh, he's just an all-around great guy. We sell Firematics fire extinguishers in, in the gun store, by the way. We, it's not just guns. We sell a lot of uh, safety devices there. We sell the seatbelt cutter, glass breaker for your car. Mm-hmm. You know, we sell obviously mace. We sell stun guns. Um, you you name it. We, you know, uh, tactical pens, knives, and everything. A lot of good stuff. We don't really sell any fluff. I don't want to sell any garbage in the store. I just want real productive stuff. So uh, I thank you, Firematic. Support those who support you. If you own a business product or service and you're buying uh, fire extinguishers at a big box store or using a different fire extinguisher company, uh, you're not supporting those who support you in in the Second Amendment. So Firematic and Garfield is the shit. Thank you all. Uh, So a couple other things. I love this one. Gavin Newsom is going to sign a bill into law that uh, California retailers must have a gender-neutral toys section now. Oh God! Are they risk being fined? Now this is easy. Okay, this is easy to have a gender-neutral Slinky. Yeah. Silly putty. (laughs) Silly. Guns. Little cap guns.
0: (laughs) Cap. I I don't know. Is that is that is that gender-neutral? now? Absolutely sure it's gender-neutral. Little girls, little Mm. boys always played with, and little binaries always play with, 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 uh, with, with (laughs) little cap guns.
1: So, yeah, I had a lot of binary friends growing up, and and they played with uh, cap guns. Target, who went woke, they discontinued the boys and girls section instead in 2015 and opted for gender neutral aisles. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, good. That's wonderful and uh, Newsom says that he called the segregation of toys by gender the antithesis of modern thinking. <laughs> this and this thing wants to be president. This is the shit we're worrying about. Right. Our country and the and the world is on fire right now.
0: San Francisco is circling the drain right now. Los Angeles is uninhabitable. Pretty much the entire state of California, for the rare exception of maybe Orange County, California, where it's the only red spot in a giant blue wave, is circling the drain right now. And this piece of shit, this is what he's worried about.
1: And, and the point oh 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 three percent who are concerned about that are cheering him on, yeah, right? right? The loud, right. the loud and proud peanut gallery and stuff. Meanwhile, taxes are through the roof. Infrastructure is crumbling. The world is on freaking fire. We have uh, President Mumbles running the country. Yesterday in a speech, he said we spent one hundred trillion billion trillion million trillion dollars or something. <laughs> he can't even, he can't even speak.
0: Did you ever see Sky News? They do a report every Oh, yeah, day. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, from Australia. They from go Australia after him every day. Every day. It's like, it's so ridiculous.
1: So, 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 Sandy, you know, it was a few short weeks ago. I talk about unity and activism and each one reach one and, and everybody. And I, I, I hardly ever blow my own horn. But, you know, when I had the interaction with Gianna and I had Tony hook up with her and, uh, you know, see if she's um, competent enough to qualify – and uh, she qualified and everything you know we did all of that gratis because it was a learning experience for us and uh, so john petrolino uh, reached out to me and he wanted to uh, interview her and bearing arms did a phenomenal yeah, um, nice article. He, he, overcoming adversity new jersey woman with one hand gets permit to carry and uh, the native of north jersey wasn't looking to become the next laura croft or dive in dive deep into the world of becoming a shootist. It was just something she was committing to wanted to try. And it talks about her and Zach, they took the basic steps, you know, to handle a firearm, made it to the range. uh, And she was uninitiated. And five minutes later, she owns three handguns. And uh, she does not consider herself disabled. Her condition is congenital and she's never allowed it to hold her back. Uh, I love it, you know. And, uh, okay. So, so John, I should have, I wish i talked to John before this because he referred to her in the article as differently abled. Differently and we all need able. to start using that now. She's differently abled. So if there's anybody out there listening who's differently abled, you're in a wheelchair, you're in a walker, uh, you're blind to one eye, you're legally blind, Parkinson's, whatever. If you want to... Have us evaluate you free of charge or give you some tips and help you out to see if you're competent enough to, to, to carry a gun. Please, please, please reach out info at gunforhire.com. Please. So, uh, so anyway, uh, John went on to interview her, obviously, and uh, she spent a good time with her boyfriend Zach going over safety and everything before she made the trip to Gun for Hire at the first time. Uh, But some of the challenges of missing a hand included slide manipulation, magazine Mm. changeout, and loading magazines. So uh, she wasn't sure when she started that she would end up getting a carry permit. It just, you know, obviously just through evolution, it went through it. And uh, so, but slide manipulation was the next big hurdle. And uh, because she has a gun with a red dot sight, she was able to use her left wrist to push up against the housing of the optic to slide it back. To charge her devices, you know, improvise, adapt, and overcome, as the yeah. Marines would say, right? Yeah. So, you know, they, she talks about when she came in with Tony Urena, my director of training at the facility, and he worked with Gina in a private setting to get her up to speed. And, uh, you know, uh, she goes, I practiced with Tony, so I would, after the last round, drop the mag and then put it back in the holster with the slide closed. And then I'd put the new mag in, draw my firearm, and then I'd rack the slide back, kind of like Israeli carry. Uh, And she handled one-handed loading perfect. I would shoot side-by-side with her every day. I'd sit in a movie theater with her and Zach, and with her with her gun, I'd feel safe with her, you know and uh god bless her and he she goes over the whole thing uh you know meeting me at the range and stuff and uh i wrote uh let me write it. i he put my i'll put it in camera answers now Calamadro treats everybody like family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't, that, that's fine. But um, Anthony's a good friend and a good advocate. But I did write something. Uh, I, he asked me for a quote, but I can't find it because I'm slow. But I, I want to, I, she's inspired a lot of people. We've had so many people come into the range and uh, say they, they listen to her on the show and, it you know, and they talk to friends and family members that are reluctant uh, to, uh, to carry. And, uh, you know, I think that's just a wonderful thing, and Gianna, again, we are so proud to have you in our fold and as a representative of the uh, of the Second Amendment community. And we will we, have you back on the show any day. Yeah, well, we are going to have her, we are going to have her back on the show. I want her back after she shoots the other guns, uh, the three point sling with the yeah, AR and yeah. the tip up barrel gun. Yeah, we're and a revolver. We're working on that. Um, everybody's just kind of been busy with the holiday season and everything. But it but was an there. absolute delight to have on the show. Hell yeah. A true warrior. Are we
0: ready for housekeeping? We are. And a quick question. Did, did anybody f- uh film uh
1: the training
0: session that Tony did with
1: Gianna? Did no, no, no. It was a private. It was a private thing in the, in the classroom and then in the range together. We didn't we didn't want to put that pressure on her, Sandy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I just you, you know what for I mean? internally. I thought that yeah. I think it's fascinating yeah. how uh you know what Tony did to be able to adapt that the way
1: they worked together to be able to adapt he said she was so good he says where he goes you're fine do you want to try qualifying now and she was like she felt comfortable enough he was like okay so they went into the i think the 50 yard range and 50 or 50 rounds later came out and was like okay she's done we got that over with <laughs> and then I'm probably she went back home and rubbed it in zach's nose i qualified already bitch <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> because good. he came with a whole group of people uh, a week later they all registered for the same class, some of the NFT uh, alumni and some of the other people that meet on a, on a weekly basis at the range and hang out. So uh, it worked out. It worked out really well. So, uh, again, a great, uh, story. And her story is not over. Gianna, I'm so glad that you're in our corner and, uh, keep it up. So, uh, let's do some housekeeping. Obviously, mytacdefense, mytacdefense.com. I have a great Peter Tillem story in a minute. If you mention gun for hire, you get 15% off your monthly membership. It is a legal defense fund for anyone that lives in New York. If you live in New York, bodega owners, if you're listening to the show or share it with the bodega owners that are getting guns, you need com. I don't get paid for this advertising, ladies and gentlemen. This is a public service thing. Not one of these people that I read, by the way, pays for advertising everything is gratis gun for hire because we should be supporting those who support you just so you know this podcast is self-funded by Anthony P. Calandro Esquire I just made myself a lawyer <laughs> Dan Schmutter threatened me again this week and I have it in a text did he? yeah he threatened me again and I have a text so I'm keeping it uh, next one U.S. you're Washington. not going to read the text? no I that's, can't that's surprising I can't, I can't, no I can't read it <laughs> U.S. Law Shield, <coughs> uslawshield.com, if you live in the other 49 states, is a legal defense fund. Use code word Gun for Hire one word, when you're registering. Obviously, John Petrolino's book, Decoding Firearms, a great stocking stuffer, or Hanukkah gift, decoding firearms, available at Gun For Hire with Crime Proof, available at uh, Aberdeen Guns in Monmouth County with John, and obviously available on Amazon and Kindle. My doctor is Optimal Health Wellness NJ, optimalhealthwellnessnj.com. Uh, concierge Medicine for a few hundred dollars a month. Stay out of the stinky doctor's offices. Be able to text and call your doctor and have him pick up before the second ring and uh, get all your needs and, and physicals and everything taken care of in a VIP status. It's where medical is headed, unfortunately. So you might as well ride the wave early. I would say, fortunately. <clears throat> Fortunately, yes, absolutely. Yeah, I had a I, debate with somebody the other day. They were telling me that you know, in Canada, healthcare is free. I'm like, really? Yeah, free. Uh, just magic uh, money.
0: Wait in line for 17 months to get an MRI, and yeah. uh, then tell me free. how free it is. Yeah, it's free. great. It's wonderful as long yes. as you
1: don't get sick. Don't forget uh, uh, the Varsity Firearms Podcast with John Valenti. And don't forget to subscribe to news number two, letter a.com, news2a.com. And this is another public service announcement from my team. Don't risk becoming a felon in New Jersey and lose your right to carry. If your original qual date was before seven twenty one twenty three, 23 you must requalify by the end of the year to remain compliant under the new care protocol. We have heard from multiple departments that the county prosecutors will be revoking permits after one gunfire has all the qualifications up for the entire month of december go to gunfire.com forward slash njccw every day people are sending emails and questioning i don't have to qualify right uh yeah you do <clears throat> anyway john Akapinti, field of dreams landscaping they took over the uh nra dinner it's going to be wednesday october 2nd 2024 at the tides estate in north Haldon, new jersey Anybody who's interested in uh, we're looking to get five hundred people there. If you have a business product or service on standstrong.biz, you should be reaching out to John Accapenti. Uh, because it's very, very important uh, that you get your business out there in front of all of the gun people. This is your time to shine. Everybody out there should get their uh, business product or service out to the gun people. People just don't get it, but it's important. And I'm going to talk to you in a minute about something, but John's email is FOD1 field of dreams1 at optonline.net. F-O-D-1 at optonline.net. Get with John and get on his email list and donate and volunteer. Get your business product or service out there. We're going to make up gift baskets and everything for next October. If you tell me that you didn't save the date, I'm going to choke you out with an extension cord. Was that graphic enough? (laughs) Speaking of support those who support you, Assemblyman Auth is having a Christmas beefsteak dinner at the Knights of Columbus in Ramsey. And uh, it's Tuesday, December 19th, 6 p.m. till 9 uh, 9, 9 p.m. Phil andy andrew whoever send me some info to be a sponsor please i don't have anything to be a sponsor send me a uh send me something please uh but yeah i think it's uh really cool that we're supporting people like auth because he is the man you know what i mean uh i you i can't i can't stress enough how uh important he is to our fight you know uh, oh, God, Sandy, you're killing me. All right, so now let me talk about, oh okay, where is it? I wanted to read some letters to you. Here we go. This one is from um, Mike Glasser. Howdy, if you would like, please share on Gunfire Radio. I have been going to the coffee shop and sushi shop on each side of Ayakedi's for many years and never went into Ayakedi's kitchen. I met John at Gun For Hire uh, Oktoberfest and heard about him on Gun For Hire radio. Because of that, I am now a customer, including bringing my family to Ayakete's. I even bumped into John at the coffee shop today, week after Oktoberfest, and he greeted me by name. Your shit works. Have a great weekend and happy Hanukkah. Best regards, Mike Glasser. Well, Mike, Iacetti's Kitchen is on the crawl. He did our Oktoberfest catering. He's on StandStrong.biz. Yes, Mike, it does work. Everybody should be using StandStrong.biz and spreading the word. Always supporting those who support you. So I'm glad you're learning. Uh, Here's a great one. This was from uh, Mike Mike Candido from uh, Jay Moore. He got a... Mike wrote, this is the best email response I got about yesterday. It is a typical typical response I get when taking first-time shooters to gun for hire. Mike Candido. Mike, just would like to offer a significant thank you for arranging today's pistol shooting experience. I'm surely speaking for all when saying that this is an experience we've all wanted to try once or more in our lifetimes. However, Where to go, who to hook up with, etc., has certainly been holding me back for years. But you did it. Thanks so much, Joe. Yep, Mike. Each one reached one. Mike hosts events all the time. He brings people in from St. Joe's Hospital, medical professionals, supervisors, board members, and everything, because he knows the importance. Other than he, I mean, he's he's very active with donations and politically active in our state. Uh, But he's that type of guy too, where he puts his uh, time where his mouth is. And he brings people to the range all the time, which I think is uh, phenomenal. You know, we we need more people like that. And uh, uh, it's very, very important that uh, all of us continue to uh, get people to the range, change that narrative constantly, like that article I read about all those people in Philadelphia. So, you know, I got screwed by the parade on Small Business Saturday, and I heard yeah. that the powers that be... Uh, passed my uh, radio show around and they weren't happy that I called them all assholes, but it's true, they're assholes. <laughs> um, you know, let's shut the entire town down from Friday from uh, 4 p.m. till 8 p.m. so that no retail business can have any business or activity. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, our government paycheck's still clear. So, Vince Sister who's Gun for Hire alumni, I don't know he's probably member number four, he's Gun for Hire alumni since way back in the Belleville days. He wrote, so I'm listening to the show about the parade. A parade is obviously something that requires a permit. So with this permitted gathering, while people are trying to drive through the range and are stuck at the intersection of the parade with their carry gun on them, are they all potential felons? Pass that one on to Anthony, please. I hope you're doing well. Vince. Vin, that's a great question. And it's, it's kind of a gray area. But if you're, you know, we're not supposed to go to permitted events under the Jersey law right now with sensitive places. But again, it would be like uh, you know driving uh, to and from somewhere, and if you got stuck in traffic, that parade wasn't your final, to, you know, destination. It wasn't your intention to go to a permitted event. You just happened to got get stuck in traffic in that event. That would not be a felony. But this is New Jersey. Could you be charged? Yeah, <laughs> Hell yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah. Uh, here's another one. Uh, this one's from Kevin Portster, who's the chef, owner of Village Green Restaurant in Ridgewood, which is a wonderful farm-to-table restaurant, BYOB. Kevin happens to be on Biz. I went there during COVID. Tracy and I have gotten there to eat numerous times. His stuff is great. He goes, Anthony, I hope all is well. You know I've been pushing everyone in my immediate circle to get an FID card and start training. I love him. My sous chef recently received his and asked me a question I didn't have an answer. He doesn't have a car. What are the rules about transporting firearms to and from the range using public transportation? Also, he Ubers a lot, and we were curious on your suggestions about traveling to the range using an Uber. He said he feels weird asking the Uber driver if they could pop the trunk. I listen to your show regularly, but it's sometimes... Uh, uh, but as someone who doesn't take public transportation, I never put much thought into this. I figured maybe it would be a good topic to discuss on the show. Thanks. Have a great week, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin, public transportation is okay. Uh, Napin covered this many, many years ago because people, as long as it's in a locked or fastened case, like in a book bag or, or a, a bag, and the ammo is separate from it, you could go into an Uber. You can go into public transportation. You're covered under FOPA, Firearms Owners Protection Act. Uh... That was covered real long time ago. I wouldn't have a gun bag that says six hour" or "Glock." Yeah, you know, go go to um, go to Home Depot, and everybody will think you're a contractor or Lowe's or something like Harbor that. Harbor Freight or use a, Harbor Freight use a gym bag. Yep. You don't have to ask the Uber driver to open the trunk. You can get in the in the car with it. Same thing with a bicycle, same thing with a motorcycle, with a train, et cetera, et cetera. You're not carrying it on you. That wouldn't be covered under the protocols that we have right now that we're fighting to get to the Supreme Court that's you know sensitive places. So, yeah, you're okay for transporting, Kevin. Check out Village Green and Ridgewood. Again, supporting those who support you. I think it's great. My guys... Henry Monteferrant, who's also a Gun for Hire uh, alumni, he's probably member number 80, he uh, set this up with the police chief of Butler, with the citizens of Butler. Henry lives in Butler. His son Wyatt uh, worked at Gun for Hire for a time. His son Wyatt's uh, now um, in college and uh, started coming to Gun for Hire when he was about 10 or 12 years old, which I think is great. So Tony Arena and Vlad did a presentation for the citizens of Butler. It was set up by Henry Montefrant and the chief of police. They covered pistol and the CCW permitting process. Vlad covered a truncated version of New Jersey's use of force. They had 26 people attend. It seems to have been a hit. We got a lot of positive feedback. Feedback one even went so far as tell us that their presentation blew the presentation of another range's curriculum out of the water. It actually made it on the, on the news, the local news, the tap info uh news which i think is really great so i want to thank henry for extended he loves his police chief in butler and i want to thank henry i want to thank vlad and tony and my entire team it's great that we we get out there and uh you know educate people uh, especially when people are dying uh to get questions answered today you know, uh, because the government doesn't make it easier for us. You know, our AG and stuff, they don't issue press releases because only negative stuff because they don't want us to know. They want us to yeah, get screwed. Exactly. So, you know, I was talking about tac defense before with uh, Peter Tillum And my gun for hire alumni, Powell, PAWEL, he sent me a letter. He had a few questions about a hypothetical scenario. He goes, uh, private property in upstate New York. Property owner and its guests live in surrounding states. No one has any New York uh, issued uh, firearms permits. Can both owner and guest transport their own firearms to the property? Can anyone carry their firearms while within property boundaries? Can both owner and his guest target shoot on that property if it would be safe? Okay. You mentioned Evan Knappin in your last show as a point of contact for ANGRPC's U.S. Law Shield. However, those questions, these questions are in regards to hypothetical New York State. Could you please point me in the right direction? So he also wants to become a Titanium member, and he says, I hope you're having fun in Florida. So I I read his email like five times, and I replied back to Powell, and I copied Peter Tillum who's a member of the range, Gun for Hire alumni forever, and he owns MyTAC Defense, and he owns the Tillam Law Firm, right? Sandy, no less than 30 seconds later, Peter Tillam responds back to me and Powell, same way as Evan Knappen. And this was uh, uh, Peter's response no, you may not touch a handgun in New York State without a valid New York State license and the handgun registered to you. While FOPA Would grant a federal defense for driving through New York with a handgun, that defense only exists if you're driving through New York and not stopping. Because the ultimate destination is New York, FOPA would not apply. The answer would not apply to a New York compliant rifle or shotgun, which you would be able to bring to New York. This is only for handguns. Number two, no, you may not touch a handgun in New York State without a valid New York State license and a handgun registered to you. This rule applies at the range and in, in your home or your property. This is New York. We are not as liberal as those MAGA Republicans that run <laughs> New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Number three, you are correct about the New York State Environmental Conservation Law. Also, you need to check if your town or vi- in your town or village if you have any local law prohibiting the discharge of a gun. Peter H. Tillam, Esquire. Powell replies back, Anthony, I would like to pass along gratitude from, uh, from uh, my friend. He was planning to invite a few people over for the New Year celebration. If things went wrong, not only party members would be in deep shit, but also they would, all, they would put all the 2A people in a bad spotlight. Thank you again for reaching out to Pete to get the answers. You were a lifesaver. Best regards, Powell. That's what we do. That's why if you live in New York, you need to belong to NY TAC Defense. Yeah. For 15, $30 a month, where are you going yeah. to get legal advice and legal protection? Yeah, like this. Right, exactly. It's it's just too damn important that we all protect each other. I mean, look what's going on in New Jersey right now. Hold on one second, Sand. So ooh. Is Rex, Rex with squeezing yeah. <laughs> He's squeezing a squeaky toy. I shut the door to the office. He pushed it open. He pushed it open. Dad,
0: come on. Dad, come on, Dad, come on.
1: He wants to play. Of course he does. So tis the season, right? Now the burglaries are up. People are broke. People want to feed their families. They want to buy gifts they can't afford. Several Bergen County uh, law enforcement agencies are investigating a lot of uh, recent burglaries in their town. Saddlebrook Police Department. Come on, Joe G. What are you doing to fight crime in Saddlebrook out there? Uh, We're getting a lot more brazen break-ins where people are home and they're breaking into your house while you're home. Wow. And they're reporting uh, an uptick in Saddlebrook, Glenrock, Fairlawn, and Paramus. Uh, they also, Parsippany is seeing a huge uh, spike in vehicle break-ins. It's probably the same group of people that's doing the vehicle break-ins. Yeah, probably. You know? so. they just and getting in Ber- balls yeah. here. Yeah, it, it, that's, that's what happens. They, they just go moving around. So you really have to be vigilant. If I have to tell you don't keep the key to your car in your car, you deserve to get it stolen yeah right i mean i mean right. seriously. or
0: if you keep the car running while you run into the Seven uh, Eleven. yeah correct
1: i mean like lock your windows and doors people yeah. leave doors unlocked all the time right yeah. uh you know lighting you should have good lighting outside your house you should have defensive shrubbery outside your house uh you know make sure the shrubs are trimmed down low so that burglars can't hide behind them all right put away valuables that are not visible from the yard make sure your extension ladder is locked up we talk about this all the time right and if you if you if you're a dog person get a dog if you have a dog it's important the other thing is if you live in an apartment you live in a condo you live in a, a you know a house whatever you're a renter you can buy you know stickers online that say you have an alarm, you can buy stickers that say you have cameras, you can buy dummy cameras, you can get a ring camera. So many of these things can prevent uh, you from being a victim of crimes like this. Even if you don't have an alarm or cameras, the illusion that you have an alarm or a camera will minimize you know, uh, your effects. Now, you're gonna go out on the holidays, you're gonna buy stuff and gifts. I talked about this a million times. If you go out and buy a Sonos or a Bose system or something, Don't put the empty boxes out in the garbage. Right. You know how many times have I talked about that? Said he cut the boxes up, turn them inside out, put them in a bag, stick the boxes in in a bag from uh, Costco or something. You know, but you don't want to. You know, you don't want a burglar. A lot of so many crime is local. The kid next door that's a meth head or whatever, Mm -hmm. he's watching you. Yep. And he sees that you put that box outside that you bought a Sonos system or bought a PlayStation 27 or whatever the Xbox or whatever the new big thing out there. This is important to minimize your exposure out there. It's very, very important. And uh, <clears throat> excuse me, it's just little things that people don't do. And you should continue to be vigilant about that. Uh, you, you know, criminals are just constantly looking, you know, if you have your front windows open and you want to show off your tree so your neighbors could see in your house, what else can your neighbor see yes, through that front window? Exactly. Right. Oh, beautiful tree. Oh, wow. Is that a Bang & Olufsen stereo system <laughs> that's worth like five grand? <laughs> I could sell that for $25 on the street and get high today. That's right. All I have to do is smash your window and run in and grab the whole thing off the shelf, and I'll be gone before the police knew I was there. Yep. You know the the Attorney General's office sends these newsletters out uh, every couple of weeks, and I get a copy of it from at least five Gun for Hire radio listeners who are on the email database. And all of our all our AG focuses on is law abiding gun owners. Yeah, that's right. AG Plankin meets with federal partners to discuss collaborative efforts in reducing gun violence. AG Plankin co-leads co-leads multi-state amicus brief to uphold laws restricting gun magazine limited capacities. Okay? One after another after another. Every freaking email the AG is is faces everywhere pushing gun control, gun initiatives, but not crime control or crime initiatives everywhere. That is all they focus on. It's it's a you know hoplophobia is a sickness, isn't it? Yeah, Sandy? It sure is, absolutely. I mean it is such a sickness that they they know what's going on. They know what's really going on in this country and in our state, yet they turn a blind eye to it because the end result is to get that Soros and that Bloomberg money, they gotta be anti-gun, 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 anti-gun anti-gun it is sickening i just i can't handle it anymore it's almost like you know, it we, was uh a part of a plan or something almost like it was part of a big picture plan they want our listen when the government wants to take your guns away there's a reason yeah damn right there's a reason why they want to take our guns away you know uh <clears throat> we're having a bunch of events at the range you know uh black friday was phenomenal we got uh we had so many people come in and Matt and everybody handled it so well. And now we have a lot going on from here until the end of the year. I'll be back at the range, uh, uh, in a few days and I'll definitely be there until NRA board meetings in uh, early January. And, uh, it's, it's been phenomenal. I just want to thank all of our supporters out there. Gun people truly are the best people and Matt and uh, Phoebe and my whole team and Richie, they've been all planning all of these events and, uh, The girls' night out is about halfway sold. It's Thursday, January 18th. It's $30 a person and includes one hour of port time, and it's going to be pistols and Peruvian food. That $30 gets you food as well, (laughs) and it's limited to 80 80 seats. And then on January 9th, January 16th, and January 23rd, we have the Glock Shooting Sports Foundation uh, Leagues, the GSSF Leagues. If you've never shot in a league, Just come in January 9th, 16th, or 23rd and observe it. And then you can come to the March leagues, all right? Uh, But it's important to to get you out of that comfort zone and see what goes on and the camaraderie and everything. And then we're having on January 25th, we're having uh, an Italian uh, Thursday night, we're having a guys' night out. And that's uh, $30 a person. And that includes one hour port time and food as well, you fat bastards. And the first person to register for Boys Club Dinners on Us was uh, Nick Serafini. And he wrote, he wrote, please make sure there's a kosher, gluten-free, and ve- vegan veal parm option for me. Oh, I got a special dish for you, Nick. Don't worry about that. Nick is uh, very good to my parents, by the way. His uh, parents uh, had lived in the same uh, 55 and older community as my parents and Nick would stop by and bring pastries and everything all the time. And uh, his family members have uh, sadly passed away and he sold the unit there, but he's still in contact with my parents. So, cause he's old school and I just wanna thank him uh, for for being that stand-up guy he is a great guy even though he's a little bit of a creep and a little bit of stalker when I'm out at events in Clifton or something t- you know <laughs> taking secret pictures of me and commenting on what I'm not eating bastard I do love him because gun people truly are the best people and again I want to go full circle if you're not a member of ANJRPC ANJRPC CNJFO SAF FPC New Jersey Second Amendment Society, come on, what is stopping you? Now is the time. Hanukkah gifts, stocking stuffers, besides buying crime-proof, besides buying decoding firearms, you can buy gift memberships to all of those 2A groups, you know, suspenders and a belt. There's not one perfect Second Amendment group out there. Right. Every one of them has a different angle. Every one of them has a different focus. Every one of them has a different tag. $30, $40 a year. ANGRPC, $40 a year, you get free legal advice. Buy them Nappin's book, the orange book. It's a whopping $70 for Christmas. Now, that's not a stocking stuffer. That book weighs 35 pounds. If you yeah. put that in a stocking, that shit's ripping off the wall or the mantle. Oh, yes. Okay? That's for damn uh, sure. Yeah, that, you could use that probably ballistically. Yeah, you probably could as a shield. Put it in your so, backpack. So just sit down and go, oh, my God, what am I going to buy for this person? They're a new gun owner decoding firearms. They're going to college. They have a new job. They work in a city crime-proof. They're thinking about buying a gun. They own a gun. Any of those Second Amendment groups, buy them a membership. Get them involved. Start with the NRA, the oldest civil rights organization in the United States. Then if you live in New Jersey, go with ANJRPC next, then CNJFO, then New Jersey Second Amendment Society after that. Then, of course, FPC. If you want the Gun Owners of America, if you want Second Amendment Foundation, if you want Jews for the the protection of firearms, yeah, ownership. I've been a life member forever. All of these groups are great Christmas and Hanukkah gifts for the new gun owner. Please, I can't implore enough. And then go to StandStrong.biz. Support those who support you. If you're not on StandStrong.biz, Corey and Tina from Seashell Carts, if you're not on StandStrong.biz, get on standstrong.biz. People are using it. People are connecting through it all the time. Just ask Keith Stewart from the, his dryer duct cleaning business. People are using it. It is important we support each other, especially this season. Please watch your backs out there. Support those who support you. Even you Reddit ragers out there, you anonymous haters, have a big piece of meatloaf, and I hope you don't choke to death on that big chunk of carrot. Get your mom to cut those carrots a little smaller in the future. Sandy, with that, I... What, I, I got nothing Did I after that? say that out loud? I, did I, I, I say that nothing, out loud? Nothing after that. Anyway. <laughs> uh, I love almost all of you. And screw you guys, I'm not coming home. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, with that, I guess I'm going to say you still wasted yet another perfectly good hour, Jason. Good for Hire Radio. Good for Hire Radio Radio. is a kind of thick media production with music music this podcast with members of Cosmo Music LLC, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, Master Trainer, author of Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game, Mr. Anthony Bombastic Calandro, we love you guys. God willing, Jesus carries, and the batteries hold out from the Gulf Shores, both in Alabama and Florida. We'll see you again. Oh, and Rex. We'll see you again next week. Sweet
1: Oh, okay. 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 okay.